2: today on the Zabe cast Andrew luck still can't throw a football. will he ever be right again and ever be an elite quarterback in the NFL Tristan Thompson has dumped a huge mess into the Cavaliers lap right before the playoffs and we've got notorious JaY on Meek Mill he'll give us the 101. You've got 45 minutes to kill then buckle up and let's go Here we go. Thursday, April 12, 2018, thank you for listening and downloading today's Zabcast. Let's get right into it. You know, it's easy now to forget about things these days that were a huge deal about, oh, a week ago, or maybe less. You know, controversies these days burn hot and fast and then fizzle quickly, and they don't last very long, unless, of course, certain media has an invested interest in in keeping things going, and then they will agitate and agitate and keep poking at it. But even the media, when they have an agenda, gets tired at some point. It's also easy to put stories in sports that are simply out of sight, out of mind, and kind of forget about it. I think one case of that is Andrew Luck for the Indianapolis Colts. You know, he still cannot throw a regulation football, not even lightly. They're talking about how he is throwing a sort of a a rehab ball, but not a full NFL regulation football. And this is now going on, what, 18-plus months after he's been shut down? How many times have they said he's close, he's right around the corner? Right around the corner. He's going to be coming along at some point. This is crazy and depressing and, for Colts fans, devastating. Because you start to think, well, what are the chances if he can't throw a football still after 18 months and seeing who knows how many doctors and flying out of the country and specialists and whatnot, if he still can't throw a football just in practice, light throwing, moderate throwing, how is he ever going to come back and be a productive NFL starter and to be the superstar that he was before the injury, taking all the hits that he once took? What are the chances? Now, I would have said the same thing about Tiger Woods. I would have said, no way. He's done. And backs are a lot trickier, more notorious to be trickier than simply shoulders. But, you know, you mess up any joint good enough, and a joint as important as a shoulder for throwing for an elite athlete who you know relies on that arm, that golden arm, to be his meal ticket. And you have to worry. You have to wonder. Good luck, Andrew Luck. Keep on pressing ahead, but still, it's a sobering thought. Did you see the Wheel of Fortune guy who got DQ'd for a single consonant? Well, if you didn't, I'll play it for you right now. This was, I guess, last week on Wheel of Fortune, and I'll just let you take a listen to it. He had solved the entire puzzle, so there was no letters that had not been unveiled all he had to do was read the three words that was the puzzle answer to win that round.
0: All right, carefully. What's up there? Flamingo dance lessons. Sorry. <laughs> Explain. Ashley,
1: it's your turn. I,
3: I'll solve. Yeah. Flamingo dance
1: lessons. Yeah, that's it. And we're
3: going to... Uh, there
1: we go. She's got it. So... To, to explain what what we all heard was, and I know you didn't mean to say it, but you gave us a G instead of a C. But we're gonna, we'll, we'll look at things and make sure we did things correctly during our commercial. But that- <laughs> wow, are you kidding
2: me? He said flamingo, flamingo, flamingo was probably what he said. Let's take a listen again here. Just do real quick. Go ahead. Oh, come on. What was with my computer? Oh, here we go. All right, one more. Time.
0: Carefully, what's up there?
2: Now, Pat, Pat Sajak does say carefully.
0: Flamingo dance lessons.
2: He gets the Flamingo. He just missed the C with the G.
0: Flamingo dance lessons. I- flamingo dance lessons. Up there. Flamingo dance lessons.
2: It just wasn't a hard enough C. He had this look, this contestant, like... what. What's wrong? What's going on here? Is this a joke? Is this a prank? You got to be kidding me! Now, what if this guy had decided that okay, eh, you can play it that way, huh? Fuck, 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 fuck you, Pat Sajak! Fuck this game! This is bullshit! What if he had just spoiled the entire shot and said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna forfeit all the prize, whatever prizes he was gonna get, and I'm not sure if he ended up losing, probably lost, didn't win anything, got the rice as the a consolation prize and some some turtle wax or whatever. What have you said? You know what? Screw that. You can have all that. I, I, I'm i not going to stand for this. I mean, he's like, you know, Pat Sajak is lucky this guy didn't say, okay, now's the time to make headlines. Yes, I'm going to jail. Yes, I'm going to be hit with a misdemeanor assault, but guess what? I'm going to drop this little pussy, Pat Sajak, like a bag of potatoes and just BAM! Down he goes. Like, oh yeah, I messed it up, huh? Oh! Yeah. What? What? What do you think? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a retard here that I can't read flamenco dance lessons? That I don't know what a flamenco dance is? That I really thought it was flamingo? Oh yes, it's a flamingo dance lesson. You know, the pink bird? Oh no, this would have been. Oh! Uh, tonight at eleven, uh, game show host Pat Sajak is in the hospital recovering from. A punch to the face by a contestant who was disqualified over one consonant. I don't know if they went after break to to look at the tape and go, "Yep, no, that's that's what you said." You you know, you you didn't say it quite right. But man, my big takeaway from this though is that um, I would say that uh, <laughs> you should never have uh, Bruce Allen and the Redskins. Beyond wheel of fortune because of the whole kirk versus kurt thing you know for years he kind of melded the two together kirk cousins was that kurt or kirk i'm sorry bruce uh, and we have to disqualify you because you said kurt oh no i said kirk it's a it's a dialect thing i believe our VR director Tony Wiley once said it's, it's, it's a dialect thing. It's just kind of how it sounds coming out of Bruce Allen's mouth. Speaking of crazy rules, crazy rulings, I know some people responded positively to my whole, hey, let's pick your poison in terms of seating in the NBA where the top four get to pick their dance partners. Someone else mentioned my idea I had of overtime in football, which would be the best overtime ever. I'd forgotten about this idea, but thank you, whoever reminded me of this. I said once, how about this for an overtime idea? Just bear with me on this. Both teams put both their offense and their defense on the field at the same time at the 20. So you get offense versus defense at the 20-yard line going in on one end, offense versus defense at the other 20-yard line going in. And at the whistle, you tell both sides, go. And the first team to score <laughs> wins the game. Not a field goal, but the first team to score a touchdown, whether it's an offensive touchdown or if you're rushing because you're kind of looking back at the other team like, oh, my God, oh, my God, they're they're getting down to the two. How aggressive would you be? Would you throw it into the end zone right away? The stadium would be nuts, bonkers, you're you're watching both ends. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's going on? The coaching would be crazy. They'd be mayhem on the sidelines. No timeouts. First team to score wins. That would be fantastic. Um, the problem would be, of course, penalties. And one team maybe not going as fast as the other, although both offenses would be compelled to go fast. It would be a hurry-up situation. Wonder maybe if there's a penalty on one side of the field in overtime, it pauses the action for both teams. Eh, We could work on that, but still, this is the kind of the outside the box thinking we really need to start to embrace. Because if we're going to get rid of kickoffs in the NFL, well, then shit, anything goes. This is no more insane, no more insane than no kickoffs. I'm serious. Somebody also said to me about this. They said. How about this, Abe, in football? You're only allowed two punts and two field goal attempts per game. Thus, you are forced to go for it on way many more fourth downs and way many more times inside the red zone. Plus, think of the strategy on when to use those kicks. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I love it. Of course, you know who would hate that the coaches. Especially Andy Reid, who already cannot even come close to mastering basic strategy. Advanced strategy on, hmm, would this be a good time for a field goal, or should I save it for later? It's a great, it would be a fantastic thing for us weasels in the media to be able to bash coaches for. who an idiot? Used our second field goal attempt in the second quarter on a 51-yarder, and then when we could have won the game, we didn't have one. Be fantastic. It'll never happen. Dateline Food. Have you heard about the Impossible Burger? What? Yeah, the Impossible Burger. What is the Impossible Burger? Well, it's a burger that is made out of plant material. So, in other words, it's not meat. Mmm.
3: It tastes like
2: all meat. Oh, it tastes like all meat. It looks like all meat. It is red in the middle, and it bleeds like a real hamburger, but it's made out of plant material. Now, I was pressing Scott Lynn today on our show on 980. I said, well, what's it made out of? What plant? You know, what, 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 what vegetable? Is it zucchini? Is it squash? Is it lettuce? Is it broccoli? What, 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 what is it? He said, and he was reading the article, and I was like, ah, it's made up of a bunch of different proteins and stuff and extracts and this and that and fibers and blah, blah, blah. So I think it's like this totally techno freak a burger that basically is not meat, but it's also not just straight from a plant. And it's called the impossible burger. No! <laughs> not
3: possible!
2: Right. Not possible! Right. Steve Buckens, not possible. Now it has only been sold in high end burger joints up until now. It's a burger costing 12 to $13. So they sort of deemed it to be a luxury burger. Only for the Richie Rich one percenters, but now apparently White Castle is going to get in the business of, of selling the Impossible Burger. Me, I, I don't care. I like to eat meat. I do eat meat. I'm never going to stop eating meat. As someone once said, meat is you know, uh, plant you know, vegetables are what animals eat. Like why why or no vegetables are what meat eats. I think is the saying how it goes. Anyway. If anyone's had an Impossible Burger, if you would like to give us a review, uh, let me know. Email me, zabe at yahoo.com. Update on the judge in upstate New York who has been on probation from her DUI. She's due to get a $10,000 raise. Going to make a nice salary of $189,000 thousand dollars a year has not shown up to work for almost a year in contempt of court says that her doctors say it's too stressful to do administrative work she's a real pos the aunt the dishonorable judge leticia astacio is in more trouble now because authorities say she tried to buy a shotgun in violation of her probation for drunken driving she was apparently at a dick sporting goods store in a suburb of Rochester, when a clerk reported that Judge Astasio had tried to buy a shotgun. Her sister says that it wasn't her, that it was actually her sister. She said, no, no, I'm, I'll take the rap for this. And that she was buying the shotgun because her sister, the dishonorable Judge Leticia Astasio, has been getting death threats. Oh, oh, so, so now you want a gun to defend yourself. Interesting. Funny how that works, that people who are getting death threats, like to have guns for personal protection. Almost like we ought to have something in the Bill of Rights that says, uh, you know, this is what you should... Oh, sorry, did I get political there? Two pro-Second Amendment. Uh, and then this one from the Bay Area, this is a sad, sad story. It's a shocking story. It's a disappointing story. It is an unfortunate story. That's the word I'm looking for. Sad stories are, of course, what happened to the uh, Humboldt junior hockey team and the bus crash and kids with cancer. This is just an unfortunate story. Alden Smith, remember him? The former Niner defensive end turned Raider defensive end who was given at least three chances by the NFL. Despite being a complete recidivist, drunken, violent criminal, he finally, uh, well, he almost killed himself drinking According to a TMZ story, the embattled NFL star was arrested when his court-ordered scram alcohol monitoring device went off. This is something that they put on, I guess, your leg, uh, your, your uh, ankle bracelet that can def- detect alcohol anywhere near you. It might not be on your ankle. It might be somewhere else in your body. But, you know, when you're being monitored by the courts to not drink, they have this device called a scram device, and it went off. And it went off. It was like Ooga Ooga. Al Alden Smith's blood alcohol content was measured at a whopping .40. In other words, five times the legal limit to drive. In Smith's case, the judge in his domestic violence case had ordered him to be completely sober while wearing it. But officials say he went way over the edge. In fact, according to an organization for responsible drinking, most people with a .40 or higher are probably in a coma. The nerve centers controlling your heartbeat and respiration are slowing down. It's a miracle if you're not dead. Let's remember the Niners, when they had him, and when he ended up late for practice one day, Alden Smith, because he drove his car into a ditch, upside down, was late for practice at 9 a.m. in the morning, the Niners pretty much scrambled, covered it up, made sure he was still on the field that following Sunday. Jim Harbaugh was the coach then, and ownership was still the same. You know, it's just lip service that these owners and these coaches pay to, you know, caring about players and getting them help. It's all about can we help this? Can, we, can this guy get on the field, and can he help us win? Everything else, they don't give fuck all about and they certainly weren't caring about Alden Smith back when they could have maybe intervened and changed the direction of his life which maybe they could have maybe not Ba-da-ba-ba-da. love this song don't you Jake patrol i adore it David. the eyes of march vehicle baby that tom jones no the eyes of the march okay listen to this song. lyrics I got a car, and I got candy. I'm a lovable man. Great tune, though. All right, with that, we say hello to my brother from another mother, the notorious J-A-Y.
4: We got a lot to cover today, J-A-Y.
1: A there's
4: lot. a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. By the way, my FTG is the best story. Epic. Is epic. It, is Fuck it that epic guy. One. Okay, yes. good. Epic I FTG. Can't
2: wait for your epic. Fuck that guy. All right, we're gonna start with Meek Mill 101. What perfect timing <laughs> for you to help explain to me Meek Mill 101. When I saw that Robert Kraft went to go visit him in prison, I vaguely knew about Free Meek Mill. But that was about the extent of it. So I went Google searching and I saw a number of articles. And, you know, it was like 60-40, yeah, this is bullshit, he's being railroaded. 40% was like, hey, the guy's kind of a fuck-up. He can't stay out of trouble when he's on probation. Let me start with the the specifics of the case. Do you think Meek Mill is getting railroaded?
4: (sighs) It's, It's that one thing, don't be so stupid, but yes, he's getting railroaded. Does that make sense? It can be a little bit of both, right? It's a little bit of both, okay. yes. If he wasn't so dumb and brave, I believe he was popping wheelies. I think he had a gun charge and a Well, and it, started an with a,
2: it started with a gun charge, and then there was a bunch of stumbles along the way for his probation. And the, the, last, the last thing that a year ago put him back in jail was popping wheelies in New York City on his dirt bike and a fight in an airport in Kansas City where apparently a fan wanted to take a picture with him, and he was like, nah, and then it
4: got out of hand. It's he's yeah. he's he's 50-50 dumb. Okay, 50-50 dumb. Okay. So, let's terrible put, year though. He lost Nicki Minaj and got put in jail. Terrible 2016-17 for Meek Mill though. Okay. So, that said, everyone
2: agrees he's crazy talented. Do you do you agree that he's very talented?
4: Not a fr- fan of Meek Mill. Me. Okay. That's just me though. He is a rapper though, right? Yes, he's part of uh Rick Ross's Wait a minute! <laughs> what wait, is this? Wait a minute! Wait for it.
3: Maybach music.
4: <laughs> Rick. May, Roth, Maybach Maybach music? music. What's yeah. that? Is that's that his Rick record Roth's label? Label. I love. Oh, that's my favorite music. drop. Okay. Maybach
3: music. <laughs> I love
4: that. <laughs> where is that from? Where, where is that's that from? That's Rick Ross's. That's that's from like I, I think they got some model to record, you know, saying. Oh, okay back Music. back Music.
3: Maybach.
4: I love that. Maybach That's awesome. Music. Like yeah, back so Music. So he's part of Rick Ross's crew. It's it's like a Wale from D.C. Okay. Uh, there's a couple other guys. Oh, so yes. here's some Meek Rick Mill Rick. for you. This they is Dreams.
2: Awesome. By the way, I went to uh, Spotify Meek Mill, and I just went to the best songs, and it was explicit, explicit, and it explicit, said explicit, none. explicit, 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 and it was like, and I started listening to some, and of course they have that nuclear word. And I'm like, I can't even play this and sit quietly with you on the podcast. I don't feel right doing it. So I went to YouTube and I Googled in Meek Mill clean lyrics. And this is Dreams and Nightmares clean
3: version.
4: Now, what's his style of rap? It's not trap. No, he's. I mean, he, he's from Philly. He sounds like every. He sounds like a Philly rapper, which makes no sense to you. Really? Yeah.
2: But so there's there's he's a. He's not my style. cup of tea.
4: He's not my cup of tea.
2: If he was from Baltimore, would it be your cup of tea?
4: No, he just. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of his.
2: No, like, I, I like the the roots are are, from Philly. Are I his, love the roots. Are, are his rhymes not tight, Jay? Uh, could they could they be a little tighter? Perhaps. He's
4: just not my cup OT.
2: By the way. Do, does, he, I, does he not uh, resonate the gritty street life uh, he, he, he that did. he
4: comes from uh, enough for you? He does nothing for me. By the way, I, I have something for you. Yeah. You asked, when is it appropriate to use the N-word? No, I, I didn't. No, 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 no. No, you didn't say appropriate. But no, you I, said, I, can white people use it? I don't know if even. I, I don't even I don't take know that, I, that back. I don't when, even.
2: I don't even know if I asked about that. I just sort of asked, "How do you rule on white kids who like popular okay. rap songs who sing along to that word? If that if that equates to when I, is it okay or okay. when it's appropriate? I, I really know it's not appropriate. I
4: found your answer though. What's that? Your favorite comedian, a minute twenty four of his of, of hilarity on the N word. Do you, you have you'd
2: like to hear it? Hold I on. have it right, right here. Hold 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 it up. Let me just finish on Meek Mill for a second.
3: Oh, <laughs> young, yeah. two door Maybach reclining. I'm
2: like real Two door Maybach.
4: That's right, Maybach music.
2: Heard that he's so, not as,
4: he's not as good as Kendrick Lamar. All right, so so he's rapping
2: and there is a very I would say high level of musical uh, track underneath it with piano and some other instruments. So I mean a lot of production value. A lot of production value. There you go. So who does is he in charge of all that other stuff? No, uh, or does he just roll in and throw down some rhymes?
4: It used to well here it Somebody comes up with a beat. Of course, they have a studio engineer and a producer. He will go into the studio with book, Some iPhone, bars, iPad, whatever. They call it bars, right? Well, I mean, they okay. will be reading off paper, iPad, iPhone, whatever, right. with their, I'm throwing up air quotes, bars. <laughs>
2: I just want to sound cool, Jay. Right. And That's then they I will, want.
4: they will, you know, they will lay it down. You know, that, might have a couple stops and start it over. Do it from here. Say this with a little more, you know, umph. But there's like, like a, that.
2: there's like a musical director that
4: there is somebody that will say, eh, I'm, not, "I'm not feeling it this way. Let's do it this way." Okay. Yes, okay. I've seen a couple of those sessions. So. All right,
2: so it's a big collaboration. Okay. Yes. Now let's get to the whole thing from last week about you know white kids singing rap songs, N word, the whole schmear. A minute and fifteen seconds from my favorite comedian. Yes. Interesting, Roy Wood Jr. Uh, Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That guy, Chris Rock's okay too, but I'm a Roy fan. Go ahead.
4: Okay, here you go. Wait a minute. There's one
3: exception. There's one exception. There's one instance where white people can say. And I'm let it out tonight. Good. White people Thank like you. this is what I paid for. Fucking great night now. <laughs> <laughs> the one time white people can say. And here goes. Listen closely. Because I may never say this shit again. The one time white people could say, Okay, if it's Christmas Eve, and it's between 4.30 and 4.49 in the morning, if you white and you on your way to Toys R Us to get your kid the last Transformer doll, And right before you walk in the toys of us, some black person runs up beside you, smacks you in the head with a brick, knocks you to the ground, stomps you in the face, take that, you crack-ass motherfucker! Take that, you crack-ass motherfucker! Take that, you crack-ass motherfucker! Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. take that! River dances on your head, take that, you crack-ass motherfucker! Crack-ass motherfucker, crack-ass motherfucker, take that, you crack-ass motherfucker! Takes your money, pisses on you. If you wait at that moment, you can say, somebody
2: stop that. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Pretty funny. Although, although everyone's laughing. Yes, everyone's did. laughing at a racial hate crime. You know that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just, it is. Let's it be is. honest. Uh, but yeah. Okay. It so is. by the way, that had to have been from years ago. Like Rock, Chris Rock doesn't do that
4: anymore. Does he? No, that was, that was from. He doesn't do that anymore. 2010, maybe. Or two thousand nine. Remember, that his, was the last special. Yes. Remember his bit
2: about guys and girls who are just friends. That's and about a how too. you know a, a guy who has a, a friend, a friend who's a girl. She's just someone he hasn't fucked yet. Yeah. Yes. Yet. I mean, unbelievable, searing truth that slayed people and then he got big and then he decided well better dial it back i want to be mainstream i want to be you know, endorse this endorse that and you know the the
4: brilliance sort of like the early brilliance of eddie murphy right Ooh, uh wow yeah because then murphy stopped being funny altogether oh really he lost his it, funny huh when's the last time you seen eddie murphy funny i don't
2: know i don't track it but once he was doing you know the clumps that's what I mean. It's like you're gone now. You're, you're doing kids' movies, basically.
4: Right. I just hope Dave Chappelle never reaches that status, that he just stops being funny.
2: Day, I love it that you're bringing candy to the table here. There you I go. I mean, musical candy, soundbite candy. God love you. You're putting effort into this. I there love you it. go. I love it. Okay. All right. So, since we're playing soundbites, I wanted to play a soundbite that may, may cheer you up just a bit, or it may anger you.
4: I Either know what it is. I know what it is. No, you don't. Okay, well, no, you don't. I it's Ray Lewis. But
2: no, it's not Ray Lewis. <laughs> Here we go. This is uh, this is uh, this is two guys that you've probably heard of before. Talking about a certain player in sports, you may know a thing or two about.
0: The question is, is he going to embarrass somebody? Is he oh. going to be as bad as everyone says oh, he's, he's awful been? In training. This is a guy who people were talking about being the greatest player in baseball. They have the best oh. player in baseball on that team. They brought a guy in and they were talking this guy up like crazy and he hasn't produced anything yet. The Yankees are lucky they didn't get him. And, the, and I tell you, the Angels are impossible. Even if they wanted to send him down to the minor leagues, how do you send him down to the minor leagues? It it, looked terrible. He's Babe Ruth. You can't do that. You can't do it. And you're gonna have all the cameramen following him down to some minor league little town. So they almost had to put him on the team. For crying out loud. He might not be Babe Ruth. That's the thing. He doesn't even seem like he's a little bit of Babe Ruth right now. That's that's exactly right. I mean, what if he can't get anybody out? He didn't hit. He terrible. You know, he only made two. He only made two. Spring training starts, and he's going to pitch a third game. This of the is season. going to be. This is dangerous. And not yet. Yeah, it's dangerous. Plus, it's going to get so much attention; it could really hurt that club, which is trying to rebuild. Right. Wow! I'm There's on this, Mike would...
2: and the Mad Dog on Shohei Otani. So, Jay, you are in good company, company. Yes. With your take that this guy was going to be a bust.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't be saying was. Is. again.
2: Still, you're sticking again. to it. Again,
4: it's only. Two starts and 30 at-bats. I'm going to bring up a name, and and baseball fans will go, oh, yeah. Everybody has a great – remember Kevin Moss? Do you remember that name? Uh, kind of, yeah. With the Yankees. I think he hit, like, 20 home runs and, like, 75 at-bats, and then literally – like was he dropped. hyped to the moon? He was. Oh, he was the next. He was like the next Mattingly. Okay. And then there's this little thing in baseball. We go around the league once. They kind of go, "Oh, he can do this and do this." Right. That's what's going. He. Okay. I, I will amend my hope. He might be a better pitcher than he is hitter. Okay. I was impressed by his start. He's got some. six and a
2: third no he, hitter.
4: He's got some shit with him on that. He's yes, got a, he his does. His splitter's pretty pretty filthy. Okay. The legal figure him out hitting. Okay, So I will amend. Okay. Can I amend? (laughs) Sure. Okay. I I will
2: amend. You can amend it. Uh, I love this headline from The Onion. (laughs) Ready? you like this one. Annoyed Shohei Otani had hoped baseball players in the U.S. wouldn't be this bad. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) You're not anti-Japanese import, are you? No, I'm just, no, 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 no,
4: no, not at all.
2: So what then drew you to say this guy's going to stink?
4: I saw him in the spring, and I was like, he sucks.
2: <laughs> he didn't like his action, huh?
4: I didn't, he couldn't hit. He didn't hit. <laughs> right? I'm, I didn't just make
2: this up just for shits and giggles. Well, and I'm saying he got good company. Two supposed baseball experts in New York City, Mike, Mike and the Mad Dog, saying, oh, this guy t- it could be a disaster. Mike Francesa saying, this could be bad. This could really hurt the Angels. Instead, it's the biggest story in baseball. It could put the Angels over the top this year.
4: You know how big it is? Mike Trout's not hitting. And nobody yeah. cares.
2: Right. It's all about the showtime, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Shouhai Otani. Who is your favorite Japanese import of all time? Because there have been hits and uh, there have been misses.
4: Hideo Nomo, because I saw him throw a no hitter in Baltimore. Oh, you did, huh? He was playing for Boston and he threw a no hitter. It was a dirty no hitter, like five or six walks. It was just, but he threw it. It was like one of those no hitters that you're at the game and you go, hey, I think he's got a no hitter in like the seventh. And then you kind of perk up because he had walked so many. But I, I like Tadeo Nomo. He's my favorite import.
2: Okay. Let's, I'm going to throw out some Japanese imports, and you just go ahead and say the first thing that comes to mind. Anything that comes to mind about these guys Hideki Matsui. Godzilla. Hideki Arabu. Fat toad. <laughs> Fat pussy toad was, yeah. <laughs> I believe, what Steinbrenner, Steinbrenner called, called him. called him, yes. Right. Okay. Dice K. Matsuyama. Overrated. Remember his so-called screwball gyro pitch, the the
4: gyro ball, gyro ball, gyro ball.
2: Like, oh, nobody can hit the gyro ball. What is (laughs) it? It's a screwball. Was that a new pitch? <laughs> nah, it's been around since like 1912. <laughs> yeah, but his yeah, is from Car- Japan. Carl Hubble oh, was throwing that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, it's not just a screwball. It's a gyro. <laughs> oh, a gyro ball. <laughs> oh. oh, God. That's racist? a little racist. Yeah. Is that a little bit racist? It's a no little goes. funny, ah, though. It's <laughs> so funny. It's a little bit funny, but hey, so it goes. All right. Uh, Ichiro Suzuki. Oh, God. Machine. God damn. he's Japanese goat.
4: Oh, my God. God.
2: The Japanese the, the GOAT. That, the, Am I wrong that he's the no, he's greatest like, Japanese player of all time? Not this even side close. Of, this side of Sadaharu. Sadaharu oh, it's not but, oh, even but Sadaharu, close. So, but Sadaharu never played in the bigs.
4: Sadaharu never got 3,000 hits here. He got 3,000 here, didn't he? Which is disgusting. Who? Didn't Ichiro have 3,000 oh, hits here yeah, and 3,000 hits there? Right. It's, but with, with the exchange
2: rate, it's only like 2,690 <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> the other story about Ichiro I remember was that the Japanese press, which, you know, they sent a whole contingent of people to cover him in Seattle. They were obsessed. Certain tabloids were obsessed with getting a picture of his dick. Yeah, I remember that too. And it Why? was like, yeah, he's got to be very careful around the Japanese press. There's a high bounty on an Ichiro dick shot back home in Japan.
4: I remember there was a, a couple years ago, there was a, a, a Korean player for the Orioles, Hunsu uh, Kim, who, Oh, now it's yeah. funny. Ah, Kim is Korean. A lot of uh, Oriol fans hated him because he had a shitty spring, and I was one of go, let's get this guy. He ended up being like one of the best players uh, in the second half. But anyway, there was like a throng of Jap- or, uh, Korean media following this one guy who barely played. I'm like, why? I Are mean, they so infatuated? They love baseball more than we do, I think. Yeah. I think in, in the in the East, they love it more than we do.
2: There was a movie in the 80s that had Michael Keaton, and it was about a bunch of factory workers at an auto plant that was being taken over by the Japanese, Mr. Mom, come on. No, it was not Mr. Mom.
4: I mean, I mean, uh,
2: um, it'll, uh, it'll come to me. Just let me just, just think about it, and then when you have it in your mind, just hold on to it. Oh, oh, uh, bub, bub, uh, bub, 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 hold on. So anyway, so to bridge the cultural gap between the new Japanese management and the American workers at this plant, they played a game of softball, and one of the exchanges, Michael Keaton says, "We piss for distance." <laughs> <laughs> and the Japanese guy said, We pissed for
4: accuracy. But a big. Do you remember the movie? I do. Rem- I remember, and I'm trying to. Can I look it up very quickly? Uh, yeah, you can look it up, although I'm
2: racing you to look it up right now. Oh. Michael Keaton, IMDb. And it was like, you know, it was like a ha ha moment, like where they It like, was like
4: 86. I'm looking, going back. Okay. Why is this movie not. It should be in there. I know no, it's it Michael Ke-
2: Gung ho. That's it. There it is. Oh. Gung-ho, when a Japanese car company buys an American plant, the American Mimi liaison- Rogers played his love interest. who must mediate the clash of work attitudes between foreign management and night- native labor. Yes, they're playing George softball, Wendt, also in that movie. Taking a piss against, like, the side of a shed. We piss for distance. We piss for accuracy. Different styles of baseball. So, you know, the Japanese play baseball, Jay, because our GIs taught it to them, and we left baseball fields on- Air bases
4: after World War II. Did you know that? I sure do. Yeah. Now, they, they are, I mean, the Japanese MLB or whatever they call it, the Japanese the major Pro leagues. League, major right. leagues, it's a little different. They play less games. The balls are smaller. The parks are smaller. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Japanese balls are smaller? Bada bing. No, I'm serious. Yes, they are. They're smaller like, than, than. Really? Yes. That's
2: interesting.
4: That is, tr- and and like I said, they 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 have Parks like are smaller. Yes. And they love the Thundersticks
2: over there. Holy oh, shit, do they it love? It is the an event.
4: Sticks. The games are an event.
2: Yeah. A- and and as part of the concessions, you get a bowl of noodles. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> and you see fans <laughs> holding a bowl with their chopsticks <laughs> at a ball game, which in America would be the craziest thing
4: ever. Do you ever see Mr. Baseball with Tom Selleck? No. Oh, about a about a aging American player. Who uh, goes no, no, to no, Japan? no,
2: no, no. You're right. I think I've seen pieces of it. I can't quote it, uh, you know, verbatim. Right. Oh, right, I, right, right. I think I've seen it. I do love the American sort of washouts, the 33 year old guys that finally just are like, "Fuck it, I can't make a major league roster. Let me go to Japan and be huge." And they go play out their remaining days in Japan as this, you know, American star. I can't they- name any names specifically. But I know that there have been a handful of American ball players who have gone over there,
4: and they go over there and hit uh, like 40 home runs a year.
2: Uh, yeah, and, and they're waning
4: years. And yes. strike
2: out a lot. And yes, don't run hard and need a translator. <laughs>
4: get right. <out> of <laughs> All
2: right, let's get to this. Tristan Thompson and the scandal that has now landed in the Cavaliers' lap right before the playoffs. Caught on video, and I don't know who took this video. This looks like security video to me, at a club in DC. Interestingly enough, the Hookah Club. About six months ago, when Chloe was three months pregnant, his girlfriend slash fiance they're not F- they're not married
4: yet. I'm not don't married think.
2: yet, but they're supposedly in love. Like yes. Chloe is like, this is the one. I know I've dated around. I've dated half the Western Conference in the NBA. Now I'm working on the Eastern Conference. She's totally in love and this video gets blurped out, TMZ puts it out. Full crisis mode on Wednesday. You've got the Kardashian family unfollowing Tristan Thompson of the Cavaliers en masse, all of them on all social media platforms. They're flying to Cleveland to be with Chloe, who's apparently now going into you know, accelerated contractions with their baby as this thing as the shit hits the fan right
4: before the playoffs. Jay, what do you think? He had to have wanted to get caught. This is 2018. There are cameras everywhere. You gotta be smarter than that. Where is, I can't remember who, Chris Carter? Where is your cousin or the side dude? Including a night vision camera in a fucking club? But you can't, you can't be doing that stuff out in public, brazen. But, but look
2: at the. Okay, that's messy. I know it is messy. Look at the, uh, look at the quality of the video. It looks like one of those Department of Defense videos. That's true. With but... the with the cruise missiles, like, okay, well, here's a terrorist hut, and you can see the, and here comes the cruise missile, and it's all black and white and night vision shit. It's like a night vision video.
4: You gotta Who, be smarter than this, though. out
2: okay, in public. It was so well framed as well. It wasn't like a wide-angle security video where it's like, all right, if there's a brawl in the club, we need to get a basic shape of who's causing what, whatever. It was like him. Or maybe Are you was calling a this a setup? Guy. I don't know, man, but if I'm him, I would be suing the shit out of that club. Wouldn't you? <laughs> That's like the third thing on my list. And, and shockingly, he- shockingly, one of the girls in the video, Instagram model. God damn they're, mm. the, they're the ruination thirsty. of America. Aren't they the worst the thirsty girls out there with their IG accounts just trying to make it? Yeah, with, they with know. no
4: discernible talent.
2: No, none whatsoever. But they can, you know, get 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 a NBA player all horny. Now that said, is there really an NBA player alive that can be the the ward cleaver that some women want them to be? I don't think so. The well, days this- of AC Green are over. Our friend AC Green, done. Forgone, like there'll never be another one. <laughs> Did you
4: keep that audio? Did you keep no. that? No. Oh, you tell I don't people know uh, why. Jay.
2: Tell people the audio. They don't know it.
4: So you were interviewing AC Green, and I believe your your question he was had, he had he had just, just gotten
2: married. He had just gotten married, and, and he had not had sex before marriage, supposedly. Supposedly, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take his word. And and you I said, said, well, now that you're married. <laughs> I said the first time with your wife, you must have been going at it like two squirrels in heat. He kind of half
4: laughed. I know it was quiet.
2: As I recall, it felt like he was staring daggers through the (laughs) phone lines at me, as if to say, "You fucking dick." (laughs) And he kind of and he paused and he's like, "Yeah, that's a funny joke." Didn't hang up though. You're right. Did not hang up. Did not hang up. (laughs) <laughs> that was good times.
4: That is a great AZ one. Easy
2: green. So does this mean that Doug Christie's wife was right about NBA players? Jackie Christie, oh, yeah.
4: yes. Uh, also guest on the first team on Fox. Was the she Christies. Really? The yeah, they they had, a sh- they had a show. Oh my god. And I yes, we were we promoted their show.
2: Man, uh, but no, here, okay. The Christie we're getting old, Jay. Let's go ahead and put our li- our younger listeners up on Uncle Jay and Uncle Steve's knee here. Okay, come on, sit down. All right. Uh Doug Christie was a uh, was a wiry 6-6 swingman from the University of Pepperdine. Wow. Played for the LA Lakers and the Sacramento Kings. And when he was in the NBA, when he was with Sacramento, yep, his wife Jackie, Jackie. famously would trail behind the team charter bus to and from the arena, making sure that Doug would wave to her at intervals to make sure that they were still together and in love. She would just be a helicopter wife over her. All true. And that every time he was at the free throw line, Doug Christie, he would make some sort of motion with his hand, or I forget what it was.
4: Yes, it was like he would blow, I thought he would blow a kiss to her. Like
2: blow a kiss, and it was like, what's that all about? And he's like, that's to my wife. And apparently all the other NBA players fucking hated her because she was 5-0. She was way too involved in everyone's shit. And remember, he was not allowed to talk to any female reporters. That's right. That was also part of it. And remember when she got into a fight with Shaq at the forum or at the Staples Center when it was a preseason game. It yes. was at the height of the yes. Kings and the Lakers' rivalry. 2002, I want to say.
4: Uh, okay, 2002, 2003. 2003.
2: Yeah. Fuck, that was 15 years ago, Jay.
4: And Jackie Christie was ago. in there throwing punches. Uh, not just throwing
2: punches. She was swinging her purse. Yes. It's just like, well, Shaq's really big and I'm a woman, but here we go. Whop. So, what do you think LeBron thinks about this?
4: <laughs> Dude, you're going to have to give him a million dollar ring. That's what I had to do. Get one of, the, get one of those Kobe rings. Those Kobe rings. That's right. Yeah. Like you have good boy sweaters and there's Kobe rings. <laughs> right. Ah. Uh, Okay, playoffs start. Uh, aren't
2: you guys going to talk about who you like in the playoffs? I don't know. What? Stanley do, you really, Cup? do you really want that on this Zabe cast? No. Who cares? Uh, here's who I'm picking for the NBA Finals. Ready? Houston, Toronto. Ooh, Toronto. How do you come up with that one? Uh, they're both the one seeds. Duh. Pick and chalk. Toronto. I, okay. Cleveland is way
4: compromised don't you think the defense worries me and that their coach had to come out and say oh we're going to play better defense in the playoffs it doesn't work like that Tyloo.
2: yeah and he's coming back from being out for a while so there's a little rhythm for coaches and lebron has played 82 of 82 games at age 30 whatever after 15 years in the league now you got the playoff grind where he's got to lift all these new chumps that they brought in midseason. I just don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, they're probably in the end, Eastern Finals. I think Toronto gets them this year. Boston obviously is not going to happen, and I think the Sixers, while hot
4: as shit, too young.
2: So Toronto's my pick
4: in the East. I just Toronto. I just I, I, I just I've never seen Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan do it on a big on a big scale.
2: I agree. Both those guys are very underwhelming. Very good
4: players, but they haven't done it for me. You know what? This might be the year. But they do have Fred Van Fleet. And you know Ooh.
2: what? <laughs> Although he hurt his back on uh, Wednesday night uh, in the final game of the season, that kind of sucks. All right, in the West, I mean,
4: no, who can pick Golden State? Can't pick. You can't pick them because you don't know what you're going to get. But, all again, right. so I've, then, seen, I've seen James Harden throw up on himself in the playoffs.
2: I know. So it's a two-horse race, basically. Could a 65-win Houston team that has been dominant all year fuck it up with a clearly wounded and out of swords golden state team and is anyone else a real threat in the that world that was
4: my next question would you okc okay, no rg3 press conference <laughs> i just listened to 14 minutes of it
2: how'd that play in baltimore my friend
4: well, I was sitting there making snide remarks because I heard all the RG3-isms. Oh, it was play just- like,
2: Hashtag play like a raven.
4: Well, no, he hashtag did say- raven he, flock. He did say play like a raven. <laughs> uh, his his kid was there crying throughout the whole press conference. No! Um, no! He, he Greta tried... Sideko didn't take the kid out? I don't think- Nope. His kid was there crying through the whole thing. He uh, kids at pressers annoy the shit that's, out of them. That is very annoying. Absolute Thank you. Absolute pet peeve. Unless she's adorable like like Riley, uh, but
2: even that wears thin quickly.
4: Okay, but he was just trying to be funny, and he's still not funny. Trying to yeah. make jokes. There was there was like uh, somebody said something. The question was, uh, have you met Joe Flacco? Well, the only time I've met Flacco was at the fifty. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
2: Shut oh. up.
4: <laughs> I can't I can't wait to get into the quarterback room with him. I'm like, "Oh my god, he and you, you, know you said you've come around on him. He's still as phony ah, as a no, $3 no, no. bill for me."
2: Well, okay. I, I don't know if I've come around on him. I think I said I'm over him. Okay. There's a difference. That's okay. Coming around right. versus being over a guy is different. I think I'm over him because I just don't care anymore, but I think it's funny. Here's what's great. So I went into the 7-Eleven on Rollins Avenue right outside the station there, which you know in Rockville, and uh, the guy that works behind the counter that I see usually at night works the night shift, huge Raven fan, right? So we've struck up a friendship over the years. We've talked you know, Ravens, Redskins with him. And tonight I walk in, and and he goes, how about RG3? And I start laughing. I was like, oh, that's right. He's your problem now. I said, enjoy. I know nobody likes Joe Flacco. You'll like RG3 even less.
4: Uh, that is, and if nothing happens to Flacco, you'll never hear from him. But if Flacco goes down. Oh, my God. Oh, the pressers each week. Oh. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. But what
2: if RG3 is actually good? good? That, that'll, nah. that'll never, that'll never Possible. happen. Possible. Yeah, okay. that'll never happen. Uh Ray Lewis. <laughs> On Odell
4: Beckham Jr., you gotta get, you gotta get God back in your life. Two, one, one thing, doesn't Odell Beckham have a daddy? He doesn't need Ray Lewis. He has a father. Why does Ray want to be everybody's father? And by the I've way, I've got to heal the evil Jay. Didn't his son get like a rape charge also, if I remember correctly? But God absolved him of. <laughs>
2: it's all about God. Uh, do you know? Uh, do you know who you know, who is defending Ray Lewis big time? Your boy, Jason, Jason Whitlock. Yes, defending Ray. Ray saying, "Hey, you know, uh, Whitlock's argument is that yes, uh, Ray Lewis." Bad shit in his life, obviously. But since that double stabby stabby, has he been in trouble? Mm-mm. But has
4: Odell Beckham ever been in trouble? Nope. Yeah, he's getting a little loose. He hasn't been arrested. It. Like I like I. has he been arrested? Has no uh, murder charge? That's true. Uh, has no uh, – doesn't have six kids by four different women? That's true. So uh, he's – he again, and he has a dad. Yeah. Let Odell Beckham Sr. Yeah. be – the dad. How about that?
2: All right, here's a scenario for you to consider before we get to fuck that guy. You're on an airplane, and you sit down. You've, you, unfortunately, you can only get the middle seat. And sitting down to your left of you is Tony Dungy, to your right of you is Ray Lewis, and they insist on having a conversation about God across your face for a five-hour flight. Do you jump out the window, suffocate yourself with a pillow, or engage in light banter about God and the meaning of life?
4: So I would have the I would choose the pillow. <laughs> You'd smother yourself. Just smother myself right there. Can
2: you imagine, you know, cuz Tony Dungy and Ray Lewis both want to be the league's chaplain. That's basically.
4: True. I didn't know that was a position, but right, right, oh, but they want it. They're both going for it big right. time. Right.
2: Right. How come oh, by the way, is it just me or is it that there is a sort of a tolerance for black Bible bangers more than white Bible bangers. Who are the in white sports Bible bangers? That's my point. Who else gets as much media love while thumping the Old Tim Testament?
4: But does he get love or does he get scorn? Oh no, you're right. He gets scorn. No, he no he gets scorn for his love of Jesus. They uh, wouldn't. That's... They wouldn't
2: let Tim Tebow spout off about it the way Ray Lewis does, the way that Tony Dungy does. Just saying. Well,
4: neither of of those two are current players, which I think is a difference. Okay. Okay. It's come to that time of the
2: week again, everybody. You love this segment. Jay promises a big one. Here we go. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay. Who is your
4: FTG for the week? Lucas Haas from Purdue. Who's Lucas Haas? The this, this seven foot center oh, from yeah, Purdue? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
4: He, What's right, what he, wait a, a minute. F- Tournament's over. What What could he have done now? Oh, I don't know. Just gave a girl chlamydia. What? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Lucas Haas. Did he Knowingly mean? infected. It's from Deadspin. Knowingly infected a woman with <laughs> chlamydia and then got her off the off the books medical treatment from the university of purdue you have to read this because they have the text exchange with said girl and lucas haas it is glorious
2: okay can you read it to me
4: it's too it's too
2: much to go into but you just okay so he didn't do this on purpose did he
4: did well, he know that, that he, he had it? I. It seems to me from this exchange that he knew, and he just didn't strap up, which oh. is a dick move.
2: Yes. Now you're gonna have to help me out. It's been years since I've had chlamydia, J. This <laughs> I, is this is one of those venereal. Diseases I've never had. It.
4: I've never had any right, of them.
2: But this is one of the. Says you. This is <laughs> one of the. <laughs> this is one of those VDs that you can get cured of, right? It's not I like believe herpes.
4: chlamydia, you can get it with the shot. I
2: I guess. I should have looked that up. Give me the uh, Sagarin rankings of VD. Uh, number AIDS. one. Number one. Age. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit. laughs> number one. Number one. Herpes number two because it, it's lifetime. Right. Can't get rid of it. Uh, but chlamydia and uh, what Gonorrhea. else? Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Crabs.
4: That, yeah, clap. I've, again, never had, all, had any I of those. I think those are all
2: nicknames for other stuff. Okay. Right.
4: Never. But by the way, the girl is seeking uh, $1 million in damages. And to Lucas Haas, who say, fuck that guy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, my FTG this week goes to one Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah, everybody was raving about how good WrestleMania was, and, you know, good old Ronda Rousey was better than people expected. But you know what? He apparently was very unhappy, Jay, that Roman Reigns had so much blood from what was apparently a real bump. It wasn't a cut, like an intentional cut. Because apparently Vince, a long time ago, went away from blood. And he went away from all the salacious shit like pimping ain't easy and throwing chicks through tables. You know what, Vince? You got to get off this family stuff with wrestling. Go back to the good stuff. So to Vince McMahon, I say, fuck that guy. Make wrestling great again, will ya?
4: You like WrestleMania, by the way. I did, not, I did not watch one minute of it. I haven't watched. Okay. Wait a minute. Did you watch the Andre documentary? We'll get to that next week. In the meantime, okay. Jay Cottrell, you can be found on Twitter at? Jay
2: Cottrell34. All right. Jay, good to talk to you as always, buddy. We'll talk Thank next week. Thank you, Zip. Great run today. Great run. Great uh, props and sound bites you bought. I love it.
4: I do good my stuff. best today.
2: You're the one. You're the man. We'll end with this and we can file this under, that is a disgusting act.
4: That is a disgusting act.
2: Thank you, Joe Buck. Um, Who jizzed in outer space? Uh, NASA, that's who. The intergalactic cum shot was part of an experiment to see if humans might someday be able to reproduce in zero or very little gravity. Seeing as how your little sperm swimmers must win the race to the fertilized ready egg, they were wondering: Well, how will zero g's affect them? How will they get loose? Uh, will they get lost along the way? Will they go too fast and overshoot the target? How will their sensitive membranes react in zero g? Uh, the sperm was carried on the space carried to the International Space Station on Elon Musk's SpaceX Falcon Nine. And will be the subject of a number of experiments to see how space and low gravity affect male sex cells. It's apparently the first time we have ever shot, intentionally, sperm into space. The scientific study is part of NASA's Micro 11 mission, which contains samples of frozen human and frozen bull sperm. Once the Falcon 9's Dragon resupply capsule has completed the first stage of the journey and has docked, research will begin on the samples. I think we should have just hot astronauts have sex on every manned mission going forward in outer space. Because let's be honest, any outer space movie, any sci-fi movie, any hot chick who's in the movie is even more hot in outer space. There's just something about it. It might be the fact that, well, you're in outer space thinking, man, there's a lot of dudes out here. There's not a lot of women, but the women that are, oh, she's good looking. Maybe it's just the uniform. Maybe it's the uh, intergalactic style, you know, the, the, the sort of the space chic fashion whenever you're watching a sci-fi movie. But to me, hot space chicks, always a turn on. That's why uh, Dina Meyer in her prime in the movie Starship Troopers uh, was so hot. Now, granted, she did get naked in the shower. There was that scene, so you had that going for you, but still. So I think we should get actual astronauts just to go ahead and do it, just like every time up there. Like, let's see if we can get somebody pregnant up there. Well, but that's not a controlled experiment to see exactly how the sperm are going to react in zero gravity. Well, yeah, but it's still the best real-world testing, right? Yeah, but the, uh, the female astronaut, she has to be ovulating at the time. Yeah, I know, but just tell them say this is part of your mission as astronauts just give it a shot let's see and if one of you comes back pregnant we'll know it's possible i keep thinking of the simpsons episode where homer becomes an astronaut and gets launched out into outer space with zero gravity and is floating around the capsule to the tune of uh, whatever that uh, whatever that classic song is dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. And he's he's gobbling up potato chips just floating through zero gravity. I can see that with a porn star caliber load in 0G. Just a milky, silky, gooey blob tumbling end over end breaking up as it floats across The capsule. That is a disgusting ass. Hey, don't call me a disgusting perv. They are the ones who did it. Not me. Call NASA. Call Elon Musk, okay? (laughs) See, that's why you download this podcast the kind of good, funny, disgusting, awesome adult shit that you know I could never say on the radio. All right, got to go take a shower. No, not, not because, oh, jeez, get your mind out of the gutter. That'll be a wrap for today. You know the drill. Tell two friends and your uncle. Leave a positive review. Download and subscribe at all the major podcast outlets, iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And never forget what Satchel Page once said. Hit them where they ain't. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.